This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, you know it's Taz and Moose. You know it's Taz and Moose. Hey. That's right. On a Wednesday, it is Taz and the Moose with you. Coming to you live from the Rocky Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Who found a better way to mortgage so you can focus on making your new house your home? Rocky Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Been a good first couple hours here of the program. We've got an hour left to play with David Sampson. Uh, wrapped up hour number two. Talk a little MLB playoffs. Reaction to the wild card game in the National League last night that went Washington's way. With that being said, here we go, the three. It is now time for the three. We get you caught up on the three biggest headlines of the day with Taz and the Moose. Number one. National stunning 4-3 win versus the Brewers. Yeah, stunning. Uh, you know, I, I for one thought when Hater came in that game last night, Taz, that game was over. Milwaukee was going to go on to victory, yeah. and it was going to get Brewers and Dodgers in the next round. And, and with the history of Washington and these failures and clutch situations and melting down behind 3 nothing early, they get the Trey Turner home run, they make a 3-1 game. I mean, they go into that eighth inning, Taz. They have three hits. I mean, that's it. Yeah. One run on three hits going into that eighth inning. And then you get the, you know, the hit by batsman on Taylor. The, uh, excuse me, broken bat single by Zimmerman in which he's giving you basically the all shucks look as he hits the first baseline bag. Uh, then you get the Rendon walk on the 3-2 pitch. And then Soto comes up, rips one to right field, misplay by the Brewers right fielder, allowing all three runs to score as they go from 3-1 down to 4-3 up. And the beer in the stands was being thrown up in the sky by the Nats fans. Yeah, I said it earlier. I mean, on the show here yesterday, you predicted the Nats would win, and you were correct. I predicted the Brewers would win. I was incorrect. And, like, once the – it had to be the top of the eighth inning, I'm like, ah, you know what? I mean, I got to – I'll watch the rest of this game in the morning. I'm going night-night. I'm going to count orange sheep. Sheep, the Brewers are in charge right now. They got this game in the bag. We're going to win it. No problemo. And then I wake up like, oh, not so fast. Okay, that didn't happen. And that's when the game. Yeah, and then watch the rest of it at the office here. But the thing is, um, loading those bases up, Josh Hader, you know, conduct unbecoming for him as a pitcher on the hill, as lights out as he normally is, for him to get guys on. But, you know, he goes in there, you know, Strikes out the first guy. Then, then, then she's got one out. Then, like you said, he hits Taylor on the hands. Okay, he puts him on. And then there's another strikeout. Turner strikes out. Okay, that, that's second out. And then Zim gets up and gets that broken bat blue base hit. So now you got first and third with two outs. I'm like, ah, he's still got control. He's still got the control. Mm-hmm. I know who won at this point. And I'm like, oh, okay. We're going we're gonna to walk Anthony Rendon. Oh, great. Now it's bases loaded. And then Soto, clutch Jones, 20 years old. Very impressed about that young man. Uh, very impressive. You're right. And uh, Rendon yawning when he was at one point in time during that at bat, too, which was a little strange. <laughs> that was a little strange. I mean, uh, but yeah, it's saying you should be relaxed at bat. That's well, another level. I, well, <laughs> right. There's one thing to be relaxed, Taz, like calm, cool, level. collected. Yeah. There's another thing to be yawning when you're up and playing. But anyway, uh, Rendon walks, and then you get the. Uh, the um, and then you get the histrionics from Soto, um, and then they eventually win it. 
uh, and close it out in the top half of the ninth inning. Uh, Taz, <laughs> you, you know, obviously you feel great for Washington. You feel terrible for Milwaukee. I mean, and Grisham said this one's going to sting. It's going to sting for a long time. Uh, there's a lot of ways to look in that game. Certainly maybe him being a little over-exuberant, over-aggressive. The game gets tied. Maybe Hater's able to work your way through it. You go to the ninth inning and you give your team a chance to to win it in the ninth, to push across the go-ahead run, but to be 4-3 down. And to be honest with you, it has to be 4-3 down in the span of 10 minutes. Yeah. You know, yeah. It, it's like a, you know, it's it was such a momentum change that Milwaukee didn't have a chance to kind of collect themselves yep. as a team before they were back on the back up in the batter's box, and they're like, listen, got to find a way to score a run. Yeah. And I get that's the way baseball worked, but Taz, you're right. When when you put your head to the pillow last night, and I was laying out watching the game as it ended, you know, I didn't think Hayter was going to blow, blow it. No. I thought the game was over. And, you know, to, to see that momentum change and go from a team up to a team down in such a short amount of time, to me, it was jarring. With a guy like Hater, you would yeah. never expect that, you know. Yeah, really, and, and you know, uh, but that's that's like you said, that's what makes baseball. That's what makes baseball so fun, especially this time of year. And when we had David Sampson on, we, we discussed a lot of that with him, and and it's going to be interesting, interesting to see now moving forward here. Now, now the Nats have to deal in a series here with the uh, in the NLDS with the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers, who are legit as legit can be. So. That should make it very interesting. And then we have another game tonight, right? Wildcard game tonight with the with the uh, Rays and the uh, A's. Yeah, so, so we good. did it yesterday, Taz. Who do you like tonight? Who you go with? Out wow. Oakland, 5 o'clock Pacific start, 8 o'clock Eastern time. That game, game, game gets going. Mm. A's and Rays, who you going with tonight? I'm going Oakland. I'm going Oakland. I just who, who you, you like? think both home teams are going to win? Yeah, I do. Because um, you know what? Listen, I went against the home team last night, and mm. I got screwed on it. So I'm going go, to go Oakland on this one. Um, I am going to agree with you. Right. I'm going to take the athletics. I All think right. uh, kind of similar sentiment that I had yesterday with the Nats. I think the A's are due in one of these games. They are home. I think I think Oakland wins the game. Yeah. Uh, but hopefully it's a good one because last night was great. You know what was great about last night, Taz? Mm. The game went quick. You said that earlier, and you were right. It was two I mean, hours or something was, like that. Yeah, it was yeah. a tad under three hours. I mean, that that that, well, that to me is you're right. No, that's uh, what I want. I mean, that is uh, that is made to order. If you're Rob Manfred, dude, great game, like, playoff game, and quick. Like four innings in the middle of the game, the chunk of the game in the middle, there was no scoring. So it was like boom, 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 boom. But it was just you know, so that helped. But no, I agree. I, you know, I don't know. I, I to me, I got a tough one tonight because there's a lot of wrestling starting tonight. This is like this. The Wednesday night wars, the birth yeah. of it starts tonight. AEW tonight. AEW debuts tonight on TNT, and then you know, obviously, uh, uh, for a couple of weeks now, TNT's been live on. Uh, I'm sorry, TNT. Uh, NXT's been live on. Too many letters. NXT WWE's NXT's been live on the USA Network, and they're going head up against uh, AEW on TNT. So wrestling's back on Turner Networks. So uh, I'm going to be locked into some wrestling tonight. Well, I can tell you that right now. Well, so. speaking of which, I, I got to give my dad a shout out, right? So yeah. I'm at S and Y last night. You'll get a kick out of this, right? Yeah. And my, I'm, you know, I, I like, you know, you know, I like wrestling. Yeah, I've been on your show before, right? Yeah. My dad, my dad knows, knows knows Hulk Hogan, sure, Macho Man, but he's not a wrestling fan, right? right. My dad's not watching wrestling. Gotcha. He's not even trying years to, ago, right? Not even, into, I mean, maybe way back when Bruno San Martino, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Maybe way back when, but he's not gotcha. like gotcha. he's not following yeah, Raw and NXT or anything anything yeah. you're not doing that right so my dad my dad texted me last night at SMY was reading a great piece in the Wall Street Journal did you see Chris Jericho's and the AEW <laughs> launches random text from your dad so about Chris I'm Jericho like, oh, I go <laughs> I go my dad Paul Malu- the last text <laughs> that I ever thought I'd get from my dad Paul Malusis that's funny on a Tuesday night <laughs> 
would be my dad referencing as he's looking at the reading the Wall Street Journal. My dad referencing a piece on Chris Jericho and AEW wrestling and him moving. He said it's a great piece. You should read it. That's Left funny. it. You know, he, he's like, when I see it next, I'll give it to you. I'm gonna get set to read that. That's, That's the tremendous. last thing I'll ever see. But I'll tell you what it does show you is wrestling's cut through. Oh yeah, but you're right because your dad is. As ca- it sounds like he's more than just a casual fan. He's, he's less than a casual fan. Yeah, which my is, dad doesn't. Yeah, that's right. That's what you want. And to your point, for for wrestling companies like in the AEW, they want to get that brand awareness. They have the hardcore fan, the hardcore fan who hates WWE, who hates the sanitized WWE. They want this. They want AEW to succeed, and they want to see this happen. But to hear that about your dad, they've been doing some great marketing, like you just said. It was you said Wall Street Journal, Wall right? Street Journal. They've been doing a lot of print marketing. They're, they're buying. They have uh, full buildings, you know, paintings or whatever you call it, like you know the advertisements. I don't know if it's paint, but you know, all over the United States promoting the show tonight, and that they're on TNT every week now, live. So they've been doing that that street marketing. They've been doing tons of social media marketing. AEW spent a lot of money buying TV spots on Raw and SmackDown to get the WWE fan too. Yeah, and, and know, Taz, very, this very, a lot even... of money they're spending. Turner and and right. and uh, the Con family. And, and and this is and obviously you know uh, the Wall Street Journal is playing to a particular marketplace, right? Business sure. and everything like finance that. Finance Jones, and, right? Finance and everything like that. This is not an. It wasn't like it was a full page ad. It was yeah. actually a piece, an in depth. Oh, piece. It was a piece. Oh, I didn't see. Yeah, it, really. no, no. It was an in depth piece on Jericho and AEW wrestling. Wow. Unbelievable, that Jericho. I mean, that is that guy's well, unbelievable. I mean, well, but you think about it. I mean, and and that is, I couldn't believe it. Like, I had to look back in my text and I'm like, hold on, is this? Yeah, you know it about says Dad? Yes, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not from Taz. It's from Dad. <laughs> no, yeah, no. <laughs> and the thing is, like with Jer- with uh, Jericho, like it's amazing. Like this guy's had such a long legacy. He and I are the same age. I wrestled Chris like everywhere. You know, I know him yeah. really well. I've been on his show. He's been on mine. Like, I know Chris a long time. So for him at his age, he's got to be 50 years old, something like that. For him to still go, he's the AW champion. He's a big part of that company already. He is a, a, one of the main cogs, and he can still go in the ring. Yeah. It's so impressive. It really is. And I don't know if we ever talked about it here, but you know when he won the AW belt, I can't remember what town that was in, you know, he lost the belt. Like he couldn't. I don't, I don't know. He, was at, he went to a Longhorn Steakhouse, and he left the belt. Like either on top of the car serve, the limousine, or in it, and then someone stole the belt. The actual belt was oh. gone. He went to get a, a steak at Longhorn. I mean, it's not really top notch steak. No, just great so brand. Went to but go no get disrespect. a steak at Longhorn, left it, and so did they find the belt? Uh, where, 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 what, what town? They did find the belt. What town was that in? Do you remember, Pete? Pete no? Not sure. No. I he's feel 48. Like was, he's forty years old, Chris. All right, so he's a couple years younger than me. Yeah, no. So the, yeah, he lost the belt. I'm like, wow. And they, they ended up getting a, they, someone, they found the belt. I don't know if it was a little sketchy. I don't know if it was a little angle they did to get publicity. I don't think they did because there was a police report and everything. <laughs> and they found the belt. Oh, good. Yeah. So, yeah. And so that put, it's kind of like what happened with the XFL when the blimp crashed right before the XFL debuted. Like to get that kind of attack. That's what I thought they were doing. I'm like, wow, they're taking us some kind of, you know, crazy little stunt to get publicity. But they filed a police report. Tallahassee, thank you, Mike. Mikey B, latest wrestling fan here. There you go. Uh, Tallahassee. I knew it was in oh, Florida. It'll be interesting to see what they do tonight as, as AW does get going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not fun. part of the three, but it is now. Yes, there you go. Here we go. Next. All right. Number two. Bill Belichick addresses the Josh Allen hit. 
Yeah, here is Belichick, the Patriots coach, on the Allen hit that left him concussed and knocked him out of that game. 16-10 victory by the Pats Sunday up in Buffalo. A lot of people screaming about the hit yesterday, Jonathan Jones. That's Bill on Belichick? Allen. That's Did you think a flag should have been even thrown in that situation based on the rule? Well, I think uh, John did what we've coached him to do. So if it's a foul, then I think, um, you know, we'll have to change how we're coaching. So I thought he tried to make the tackle hit with his shoulder, didn't leave with his head, didn't have that posture. He did what he's being coached to do. Oh, God. So there you have it from Belichick. He's oh. going to come out and support his player. Yeah, of course. I mean, uh, that's he's what he's so cool. Do. That's how we coach him. If not, we'll coach him. We'll just stop. Just stop. He's being sarcastic. Such annoying bastard. I, I get it. He's so good, though. So my nerves. I know. No, he's. I just get so mad because he is so good. I That's mean, why he, I get mad. He really. I mean, in terms of coach and oh, player, man. you hear the story. Did you see this, uh, Rich Samini speaking of Belichick? Right, because we talked about this play a lot. Right, foul, no foul, whatever, and perfect in the line. Yeah. Rich Samini, who uh, covers the Jets, used to for the New York Daily News. And now does it for ESPN, right? Mm. When Belichick was on Parcells' staff, this was before he turned down the head coaching job and before he went up to New England. Samini, every week when he was breaking down the Jet game, would have the offensive play that of the opponent, the best offensive play of the opponent that they were going up against for the Jets right. every single week in the newspaper. You know who would give him that play? Belichick. Bill Belichick. Really? You know how he would relay that play? Wow. No. Samini, end of the week, before he had to get his Sunday stuff in to the editor for the New York Daily News. This was unbeknownst to, uh, to Parcells, who was coaching the team. When he was in the media room, and this was, I believe, they were still out in Long Island, obviously, at the time. Um, he would ring Belichick's office, ring it one time when the media room was clear. Belichick would get that ring, this would be late in the day, would come down to the media room, go up to the dry erase board, and draw up the best offensive play and break it down every week for Rich Samini. That's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. You don't hear that much. Jeez. Wow. I mean, that is, that is, I mean, you think about that, that is a that is a great story and a great job by Belichick in terms of, you know, you'd never think Belichick would do that kind of a thing. When Samini told that story the other a the, uh, couple weeks back when the Jets were getting ready to take on the Patriots, I found that absolutely fascinating. But he also said Belichick is so good at analyzing game film he could read what a play is going to be based on the hand movements or where the hand positioning is of the offensive lineman. I believe that. I believe that. He's an amazing defensive guru. I mean, there's probably a handful of coaches in college and in the NFL that can do that. I, but I definitely believe that. It's funny that he did that with Samini. I mean, that he had that kind of a friendship or respect with a member of the media. But now he... Will, Seems like he would spit on every member of the media and just kick them in the face. He hates them all. <laughs> no, he really he does. does. He did it at that time. You know, yeah. he wasn't head coach, obviously. He was defensive coordinator. But yeah. Or I don't even know. Was he assistant head coach? Whatever the title was. Uh, but uh, he did do that at that time when he was with the Jets. Can all we, right, can next. Can we want talking about Belichick? Please, next. next. No, Number three. Kirk Cousins apologizing Love him. What was the question again? Kirk Cousins. Here he is apologizing to Adam Thielen. We mentioned it. Kate Van Tickleism. I really want to apologize to him because there's too many opportunities where we could have hit him on Sunday. And post-game, when I talk to the media, I always say, hey, until I watch the film, it's hard for me to really give you a straight answer. Well, now it's Tuesday night. I've watched the film. And the reality is there were opportunities for him. I didn't help things with you know giving him more opportunities. You know, it's interesting. Look, I kind of alluded to this earlier, you know, Moose, like where it's like, that's Kirk Cousins. You're the, you're the quarterback of the Vikings. And it's like, you're like, wow, and I'm 
really paras- paraphrasing heavily. It's like, well, you know, I, I, I didn't really know he was open as much until I watched the film. Like, I didn't realize that. Like, just think, like, really dissect that, that more or less that narrative. You're basically saying, like, are you not saying, like, you talk about Rex Ryan calling Baker Mayfield the one-read quarterback. Like, I'm like, is that, is he, is he, is this guy, Cousins basically saying he's a one-read guy? Like, he's just looking at one receiver the whole while? Like, I mean, I, I'm i definitely exaggerating this a little bit, but yeah. think about it, the humor in that. Like, when the quarterback says, well, I, yeah, I did miss throws. I didn't realize I that he was, no, no, I didn't realize he was that open. Right. So oh. I watched the film? Right, or wow. right, or he didn't really have a time to scan the field because the offensive line was that bad. Well, that that's that's what happened. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm just saying. The funny part would be like, no, I agree with you that he's only looking at yeah. one guy. I listen. Cousins has got Taz. Cousins got issues yeah. uh, uh, confidence wise in between the years. I don't. We mentioned it last hour, Taz. I know he's got his own radio show. I don't know if I love well, the idea. He's got a segment, right? It's not a radio show, is it? No, no. Does he have an actual it's, – it's on the center with Carson – who's with Carson? Kirk Cousins. Carson Daly. I, oh, I, Kurt Cousins. Well, the way I read the story, I was under Carson the assumption Daly. it's a come? weekly radio show. Under actual, center I thought with it was Kirk a Cousins. segment. No? It's not a, I don't know. Dude, I don't know what the guy's – I'm under the impression it's like an hour-long show. I know Mike Maybe a half hour. Right uh, that's the impression I'm getting. Wow, could you imagine listening to that guy for a half hour? Well, I mean, he's Minnesota Vikings. What else you got? Hockey hasn't started. Basketball hasn't started. I wonder if Robbie listens to him. Oh, that's who you're thinking about? Robbie Rosenhaus? I mean, are you serious here? Let's get back. Here we go. For Cousins here. Um, you know, I look at the scenario here where uh, they've got to do whatever they can to get him right because they're all in and they got nowhere to go. And his contract was fully guaranteed. And I know they want to try and minimize him, Taz. They've got to figure out a way. Uh, if Mike Zimmer and the Vikings want to be relevant this year, Taz, by hook or by crook, they've got to figure out a way to get Kirk Cousins right because right now he's not. And right, right. and that's got to be a prime importance. You can look about running the football and the defense and schemes and everything like that. They're not going anywhere unless Cousins is able to turn this year around. Yeah, no, I, I agree. He's just not. He's got to. He's got to get. He's got to get more. Consi- he's got to get better. He's just got to. They're paying this guy a ton of money. I understand how good Dalvin Cook is running the ball. Trust me, I get it. But geez, you, you gotta. You gotta make things happen. You should be a top flight quarterback. I remember when he got this deal and all, and all the smoke he was he was pitching out there and talking. You know, and he was chirping like crazy. And it's like, dude, like, what are you doing here? You know, you got to play better. I mean, well, we were saying they get the Giants this week, right? So Soft landing spot. Yeah, that's, a, that's an opportunity. Every Tuesday. Giants, six home dog, by the way, five, uh, five and a half. Correct, home dog for the Giants. Uh, six to seven local time in Minnesota every Tuesday under center with Kirk Cousins. Wait, hold on. Whoa, whoa. Six, so it's a one-hour show? Yeah, I was I was right. I nailed that one. Okay. Half-hour, hour-long show. Great job. It, what, it's 6 a.m. to 7 a.m.? No, p.m. p.m. PM. You said PM, yeah. Yeah, six to seven PM. Wow. So that's like imagine you're eating dinner and you're a Vikings fan, you're like, honey, let's put on under center with Kirk Cousins and listen to him while we eat our chicken breast and corn and whatever. I, or whatever you might be eating. Or yeah, beer. why would you, I mean I, I don't want to hear him for an hour. I don't want to hear him for a half um, hour. Well I, I get it wouldn't be my listening choice. I don't disagree with you. Uh, but obviously, they felt like it was a worthwhile investment. He's got to be making a decent chunk of change for that. Well, when guys do the stuff here, like locally in New York on WFAN, they're, they're doing segments, right? So, like when Eli had his segment in WFAN, 
it's like a whatever, fifteen minute segment, something like that, Correct. right? Yeah. Have you ever remembered someone getting a, a daily show? When uh, a daily one hour show? Uh, no, no. But I also I think New York's a little bit different. Yeah. You know, what I mean, if you go up to Syracuse, Bayheim's got an hourly, weekly show. Right. You go out to, you know, it. you go out to, down to Alabama. Uh, I, doesn't Saban have a weekly yeah, show? Yeah, I think he does. I'd love to listen to Saban's show I mean, more than got, Kirk I think, Cousins. I think Saban, or at least he did at one point in time. I thought Saban had a show. Saban you go knows the, what he's talking about. No, right. You go to some of these, uh, you know, smaller markets, Taz. You yeah, have yeah, guys right, having shows, right. yeah. especially in, around colleges. Yeah, yeah. Around colleges. The coaches, I mean, that's part of the income. Oh, yeah. Camps truck. camps, and radio shows. Right, that's exactly right. Yeah. That's true. Right. Yeah. True. <laughs> they make money in camps. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. So there you have it, the three. Cousins apologetic. Uh, you've got uh, the Nats moving on against the uh, against the Milwaukee Brewers last night, and you got the ALDS game or the American League wildcard game, I should say, tonight. Rays and A's out there in Oakland. It's Taz, it's Moose. We're coming back on Wednesday morning right here on CBS Sports Radio. Hey, what's up? This is your boy Oscar De La Hoya, and you're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. This is Mark May. I used to be a hog, but at 225 pounds, now I'm a piglet. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Well, there you go. 855-212-4CBS. That is your number to call on CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line. Is brought to you by Geico. Great news. Quick way you can save money. Switch to Geico. Go to geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on your car insurance. Bogus is in the house. What's going on, Andrew? Moose and Taz. Taz and Moose. <laughs> the Brewers got a 2-1 homer in the first from Yasmani Grandal. Then a solo shot from Eric Thames in the second. Brandon Woodruff, French Suter, Drew Pomerantz did their thing on the mound. So they led 3-1, entering the bottom of the eighth inning of the NL wildcard game in Washington. But then closer Josh Hader and right fielder Trent Grisham imploded. Hader loaded the bases. Then here he comes, swinging a drive in the right. This is going to drop for a base hit. It got by Grisham in right. Three runs are going to score. And on the third, they've got Soto in a rundown. And he's tagged out by Moustakis. And the Nationals have the lead. Euchre and 40,000 Nat fans on Nats Brewers call? Radio. I played it at 6.30, I thought. You did play it at 6.30? I think so. Did you hear the final call? Did not hear the final call, no. Shep, do we have the final call of the game last night? We do. Stand by. All right. The well, final... well, what happened? No, the exuberance in the voice, he, and he gave you a little the bit Nats of The Nat's final call. Yeah, oh, the Nat's oh, final the call, Nats. not the right. not Euchre's final you, call, beleaguered final call. <laughs> oh, you got it? Let's hear it. Let's hear the final call Nat's victory last night. Here's the pitch. Swing and a fly ball, center field. Robles going back. Still back there. He makes the catch. He makes the catch. He makes the catch. Mm. And a wild card game winning. Curly W is in the books. That's a great call. <laughs> see, a lot of times I get annoyed, as you guys know, with this stuff. But mm. that, that to me, see, that, what's that guy's name? Charlie Slows. Yeah, that, From that was... Fordham. 
Oh, oh wow, Fordham. Go. Yeah. Oh, look at that. Fordham, one. really? Yeah. Fordham. Did you wait? It's from Fordham University. The yeah, Rams. that yes. one. Out in the Bronx. Yeah. Right. Fordham. Don't you do a little work for Fordham sometimes? Yeah, every once in a while. Mm. Not on the radio, Live though. from Fordham University. <laughs> wow, women's basketball. <laughs> sometimes football. How'd soccer Men's go yesterday? Soccer. Oh uh, soccer was okay yesterday. Okay. We were outside in right. heat and sun. And you know me, I'm delicate. So was it one of fun. the bigger well, like, New yeah. Jersey private schools or was it no, public schools? No, 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 public school. Very nice public school. All right. Nicer than some private schools I've been at. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. So you were proud of money. your call? Um, no, I was not proud of my call. Oh. You made mistakes, I'm, I'm, I'm not really ever proud Did of my call. Did the program call. director yell at you? No. Maybe I should listen back to the game and I'll yell at you. Pass. All right. Yeah, thank you, though. You have better things to do. Did Zach yell at you? Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Thank you. The guy okay, who Zach. does play-by-play on the internet? You can go ahead. Where was I? Oh, yeah. Uh, the, Nats, the Nats won 4-3 over the, over the oh Brewers in the NL wildcard game. Now oh. it's game one of the division series. That is tomorrow night in Los Angeles. The AL wildcard game starts shortly after 5 local time in Oakland today. That winner goes to Houston. The day after firing manager Brad Ausmus, the Angels let go of bench coach Josh Paul and pitching coach Doug White, GM Billy Epler, dismissing the suggestion that Joe Madden is the heavy favorite to replace Ausmus. Yahoo Sports says the NFL still has not met with Antonio Brown roughly four weeks after all his off-field issues came to light. The report did not specify why they haven't talked, but did say Brown is, quote, well aware that investigators want to meet with him. Bengals wideout John Ross expected to miss multiple games with a shoulder injury suffered in Monday night's loss in Pittsburgh. The Packers unlikely to have wideout Devontae Adams with them Sunday against the Cowboys. Adams battling turf toe. And the Texans have signed veteran safety Mike Adams. This will be his 16th season. Adams started every game the last two years with the Panthers. The NHL season begins at 7 Eastern when the Maple Leafs host the Senators. An hour later, the Blues celebrate their Stanley Cup win one more time. Then they host the Capitals. And the Connecticut Sun get even in the WNBA Finals, taking Game 2 from the Mystics, 99-87. Elena Deladon left in the first quarter with back spasms. She'll have an MRI today, Game 3 on Sunday in Connecticut. Guys? Uh, thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day, Andrew. Well done. Um, Take care, buddy. <laughs> See you later. Uh, yeah, there were expensive beers on tap uh, down in Miami between the Dolphins and the Chargers. No, not because you have to watch the Dolphins actually play football, but uh, a beer vendor on Ooh. Sunday uh, got a little handsy with a credit card. And so what transpired was uh, there were a couple of Dolphin fans or Charger fans or football fans, what have you, right? So they show, show up. Was it Hard Rock Stadium, I believe it is, right? Down That's there, what it's called. Uh, yeah, refurbished. Yeah. Um, so ordered two beers. Normal beer price right. uh, on the promenade, I believe they were at, $20 a beer. Wait, so this was a guy, a vendor who worked for the stadium, you're saying? Right. Well, I think the, it's outsourced. So, yes, I mean, he's technically yeah, like a third party at, type thing, correct. right? Yeah. He works at the stadium, but it's outsourced to another vendor, but he's there to sell beer. Wow. $20. Right. It's $20 a beer, right? I don't know how big the beer is, what have you, Jeez. but they char- they're charging, I, I, Twenty dollars a beer, so you should get charged for forty bucks. Right, of course. Right, forty bucks. You order two beers. The charge should be forty dollars. Mm. The vendor had a little uh, skimming machine along with him. Oh, charged the the uh, gentleman seven hundred and twenty four dollars. Oh my god! And okay, the, wait. So the guy paid this? 
Well, he had no idea. I think oh, he swiped. Oh, I, I, I got you. Yeah, yeah. He swipe. He goes, "I want two beers." He hands them the card. You're not usually getting the receipt. You know what I mean? You yeah, normally, yeah. you're not like, "Oh, okay, see the itemized sure. receipt." Of you know, you're having a beer and whatever at the game. Right. You're not expecting the guy to have right. a, a a skimming machine <laughs> on him that's going to charge you seven hundred twenty four dollars. Oh my! God. So he charges them seven hundred twenty four dollars for the two beers. Now listen to this moron mm. down that, that 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 skimmed it down in Miami. Right? right. Think about this. So before the <laughs> Before the guy even knows that he got charged seven hundred and twenty-four dollars, yeah, right. That's called a mock, by the way. Yeah, but again, the like, credit card company has already put a hold on the charge. <laughs> the credit card company has called, is calling him, and they already have the moron, the vendor's information. Wow, and really? name correct because it was linked to the charge. Tremendous. So this guy that decided to get one up on somebody that's, you know, drinking a couple beers at a Dolphin game, watching Dolphins Chargers. As if, ta- as if it's less. not hot enough. Right, if it's not hot enough, game. right. You get charged seven. But then all of a sudden, this guy gets linked. Obviously, he's been fired. Right. And he's up on, <laughs> he's been fired by the vendor. Yeah. And he's facing criminal charges. Jeez. And, you know, but he had his name. Think about how easy it was to find him. They knew the charge, and his name, because of the skimming, was linked to the charge. What an idiot. I mean, how stupid are you? That's a bad criminal. I mean, that's what that is. That's just a flat-out bad criminal. That's a knucklehead. Oh, this is why I, that's why I always do things above the law. It's, I mean, not a, you know, I'm well, not you above the law. But I'm, so, I'm a, yeah, you're a national radio host. I hope you're doing yeah, things above I'm the not law. Doing, I'm not skimming people's this, credit cards. You know? I would hope that this story doesn't teach you a lesson that you should be above the law. It's a good point. A good point. <laughs> I, I came out wrong. I just said it the wrong way. I'm not like I'm not that aqueduct skimming people's right. credit cards, you know. Right. I, but, well, <laughs> right. I uh, well, that's a great point. I know now. I know. Knowing's yeah, half the battle. Work. We're all GI Joe. That's right. And speaking of that, now I would never do this, right? So, Houston furniture salesman, mm. mattress Mac, right? Jim McInvale. McInvalian. No, Jim Mackingvale. Oh. Mackingvale. Jim okay. Mackingvale. He's known as Mattress Mac. Ma- Mattress Mac. Right? Why do I know Owner this guy's Owner of Gallery name? Furniture down in oh, Houston. Hold on a second. Wait. Yeah. I, hold on. I, I know exactly. I think I know someone who knows this guy. Really? I swear on the Bible. I think I know somebody who knows him, and I think he did something. Something with wrestling. Something with the business. Mike, if you could have your research team, where's where the wrestling historian Pete in the bathroom? He wouldn't know. This is this is oh, there no, he this is, is this down. is. He, does mattress Mac ring a bell? Doesn't ring a bell with me because no. you know why it doesn't? Because you're just you're not in the business. You're an outsider. You're a no, mark. I'm just a mark. Right. right. So exactly. So you wouldn't. You no. are a mark. But I understand why Moose would ask you that. This was something behind the scene. I don't know if he was spending a bunch of money advertising with WWE or something with him. There's something with wrestling in this guy. How else would I know a guy from Houston who sells mattresses? I don't know. But I'm telling you, it rings a bell for me. Whoever's listening and you tweet me something, people that know me or know the business, it's inside code, by the way, that I just did there. They know. There okay, you continue well, with your story. tweet, at official Taz. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> any yeah. connection between Mattress Mac and wrestling? Taz wants to know. Jim Mackingvale. <laughs> Right, owner of Gallery Furniture down in Houston. I know this guy. Went to a Mississippi sportsbook. Obviously, he's well off, right? Mississippi yeah. sportsbook. It's a stupid bet, though. Uh, even if it plays, it's a stupid bet. He put $3.5 million on the Astros to win the World Series at plus 220. What does that mean? If the Astros win, 
you know, he's getting $120 for every 100 he spends, he's going to clear $7.7 million should the Astros win the World Series. Now, they are the favorite, I guarantee that, but you've got a ways to go. They still have got to work their way through three series uh, in order to do it, Taz, but Mattress Mac is doing pretty well if you've got $3.5 million laying around to put on the Strohs to win the World Series. Yeah, I um, that gallery furniture, that co- company he owns in Houston, there's something, I don't know if... Uh, there was a. I'm. I don't care. I don't care that we're on radio. I'm stuck on this right now because I. I just can't remember. I'm. I'm trying to text a bunch of people I know from the business back in the day. Most of them just ignore me or they block me or something. So I don't. It's tough to get a hold of. I don't have a lot of friends. So, but I'm trying to figure out who can I re, who can I reach out to. Michael uh, Cole. Nah, he won't reply. Um, he would know. He lived in Houston for a while. Who else, Pete? Who else should I ask? Joey Styles. He wouldn't know. Uh, oh, I know who would know. I got. It. I can't say his name on the air. I know. All right. Yeah, I know. I know who would know. What, is he awake? Yeah, he is. Uh, let me text him right now. There you go. All right. <laughs> we come back. We got the undercard for you. It's Taz. It's Moose on a Wednesday morning. CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. Time right now to ask the pros. Where you, the listener, get to ask us a question brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Go to cbsportsradio.com slash ask the pros. Submit your question via listening later on in the show. We might answer your question. Uh, and here it is. Your question of the day is from John in Denver. From your quarterback combo earlier, uh, who do you think ends up with more wins, Winston or Cousins? I'm still going to say the Vikings. I still think they're a better football team. I'd go with uh, Minnesota. I agree. I agree. I think Dalvin Cook. He's a tremendous runner back. That'll get things done. That'll make things happen for sure. So uh, I'm going that route. Don't forget, you can submit a question by going to cbssportsradio.com slash pros. We do this each and every week. Thank O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices. Excellent customer service. Wear O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every single day. And we might have an answer to your question, Taz. Yes, the question for those that are just joining us, uh, Moose had mentioned, you, Moose, have mentioned. Correct. That, My uh, nickname is Moose. That's right. It's your moniker, your tagline, your gimmick. And basically that Mattress Mac uh, the owner of uh, of Gallery Furniture in Houston, Texas. He bet several million dollars, I believe you said, on, on something yeah, with Houston 3. Astros. Yeah, 3.5 million. Yeah. So I heard that name, uh, Mattress Jones and in, in Houston, Gallery Furniture. I'm like, whoa, there's something with wrestling, something with wrestling. And I don't know what it is. I just know this guy's name. I know about his business in Houston, and it wouldn't hit me. And now we have a caller, Speakerphone Jones from Houston, Texas. Speakerphone Jones, welcome to Taz and the Moose. How are you, sir? Hashtag we over, guys. Yes. What's up, speakerphone? What's going on, bro? Yeah, yeah. So, by the way, for those that don't know, or do know, this is the gentleman that is part of Mikey B's fantasy team. They own a team together. Co-owner. Co-owner, that's oh, yeah. it. Yeah. That's Crushing it. Father and Crushing. son. Father and son. You're the son. Father and son on top. Right, right. That's it. <laughs> that's it. How can we help you, sir? You have a little clarity here, Jones. So, the uh, – Mattress Mac uh, used to promote Houston wrestling back in the Paul Bosch era. Right. Okay. And, That's it. And that I actually helped. There you go. That helped build his business. <sighs> and and then uh, and then uh, I know you may know him, Taz. It, and I might be totally off on this. I'm just making an educated guess. I know that he's really good friends with Bruce Pritchard. He is, and that's how I've heard of him. And 
through Bruce, and it's like, okay, so for those, okay, Bruce, uh, Paul Bosch, most people listening probably don't know, Moose, I'm assuming you don't know who Paul Bosch is. I do not. Paul Bosch was a legendary, he was he was a pro wrestler, but then he became a legendary promoter. Okay. And 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 in the Houston era, in Houston. Just like Houston wrestling? Yeah, like that That was his his fame, Houston okay. wrestling. Like he, and during the territory eras, that's when it, how it was. There were different territories. What are we talking about? Uh, we're going back to, jeez, it had to be... In the, I don't know, 60s, late 60s, something like that. Maybe oh, late 60s, 70s. Yeah, We're going like, way back when. We're going okay. way back. In, okay. Yeah, during that year, maybe maybe late 70s, somewhere, way before my okay. time. Okay. Regal, he actually, Bosch, I don't know if you know the speakerphone, Joe, he actually was born in Brooklyn, believe it or not. I knew that about him. He's so actually he, he's a New Yorker. So the old Territory Wars, he goes back, so the Mattress Mac goes all the way back to him in the late 60s, early 70s, and he helped promote Houston wrestling. Yeah, now... That yes now but the, now the gallery furniture though, I ah, man I'm pretty sure when I worked in WWE and Bruce Pritchard was there when I was there, I think Bruce was able to do was he doing business with WWE Speakerphone Jones were there promotions with gallery furniture WWE? Uh, I don't know if, if uh, Mattress Mac was, but I know at the end that of Houston Wrestling WWE came WWE came in and they were co-promoting with them for a little bit and then. They finally had a big send-off for Paul Bosch, and that was pretty much the end of Houston wrestling. Right, right. Gotcha. And this is the point where it's pretty much the end of you. Thanks now, for calling. Well, I, okay, hold on. How big is gallery furniture? Like, I uh, mean, Gallery furniture is the largest uh, independently owned furniture distributor in the United States. Well, Do you work there, Speakerphone Jones? Are you working oh, for them? You know no, everything I do about- not. I did buy my first furniture set when I moved down here from them. Well, that's great. Oh, in the words nice. of Mike Francesa, no one cares. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but at least I came through when Bilotti couldn't, right? That's true. You're oh, right. Yeah, Bilotti you shot off. Bilotti. Oh, that's a nice shot. Bilotti. 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 No, Pete, what'd you just say? Mark, Mark, Mark. Pete said on the mic, he said, he said again, he said, get lost. Oh, come on, Pete. You know we love you. Everyone in Hashtag We Over loves you, Pete. Come on, man. Just just take your crown as King of the Marks, and it's all good. Heal Jones. (laughs) All right, speakerphone. We'll talk to you soon, brother. You got it, buddy. Thanks, Oz. All right. So there you go. A little clarity. Yeah, well, found out. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 you know, I knew it was something, man. There it is. Thank you, Speakerphone Jones. Um, all, all right, right, here we go. The undercard. Taz and the Moose present the undercard. The stories from today's rundown that we haven't talked about on the show. All right, Mike. All right, today is National Name Your Car Day. What would you name your car? Oh. Uh, beast. Which car? I mean, I have multiple. I mean, I, the one I Your use to bring this. My main car is actually my wife's car, but it's a beast. The okay. engine in the thing's a monster. It's, uh, um, I would say, beast. And my other, my other car, it's a luxury SUV. I call it Big Haas. I used to drive an older, uh, like an older Volvo. It used to be old Betsy. Now mine is, uh, mine I call, uh, actually I refer to it as her. My, my kids joke around with me. Uh, I refer to her as Black Beauty. 323,000 miles on my car. That's, that's a beast. Which, that, is, that. which is remarkable. <laughs> which, when you think about it, is remarkable. Knock on wood, she's still going. But, yeah, uh, so beast, old Betsy, Black Beauty, uh, but that's how it na- And today is National Name Your Car Day? That's right. What do you name your car, Mike? The uh, Basketball Drives Mobile. 
That's uh, that's your moneymaker. That's that's what, what that car what, is. What, what about you, Bilotti? Speakerphone Mark. <laughs> you are a Mark. He just won't let it go. He's still mad. Uh, <laughs> wow. They love you, dude. They love you. Uh, all right. What else we got? I can't believe they just did that. Wow. I do have a follow-up for you, Moose. How often are you changing your oil for that many miles? Uh, I change my oil every, uh, I go synthetic. 5,000 miles. No, every 10,000. Whoa, whoa. I thought, maybe I'm wrong. I thought synthetic oils every 5,000. Every I'm getting 10. ripped off. No, I, my, uh, no, maybe my you are. Every 5,000, bro, bring it in. Oh, no, I here thought, I am. I'm uh, like, hang now on. I'm under the, now, I'm under the, uh, with, now maybe cars are a little, every car is a little bit different. But uh, if you use synthetic, you go to 10. If you use regular, it's 5. Mm. So maybe you're doing regular, not synthetic? Um, no, I'm doing synthetic. I have newer vehicles, and uh, the they, well, maybe then maybe it's changed a little bit. My 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 gauge comes up, gives me tes every ten thousand miles. Mm. So that's that's what I do. So yeah, it's been good. I mean, she's been great to me. So that's that's what I do. So you do the whole she thing, huh? That's interesting. I yeah. do. I don't do that. I do. I don't do that. Oh, she's been I, through thick and thin storms. I, I mean, floods. I want to save stuff, but I don't want to have. I don't want to get dropped. I don't want to dump. But, like, so why are you calling the car a she? Like, is there anything on the car that makes it a she? No, it's just a uh, term of endearment. I have people in my ear right now who's telling me, let's move on. Why? Because I'm tempted to say more. I have you can say I whatever wanna... you would like to say. No, I can't. Why not? Because I can get in trouble. Because I have things I want to say about this car and why you're calling it she. I have questions. Well, but I'm not going to ask them. Okay. So we're going to move on. Oh, I got you. No, she's my right hand now. Wait, hold on a second. Wait, wait, you just said she's your right-hand man. Yes, All right. I understand. That's an oxymoron. I didn't understand that. That was part of the joke. I missed it. <laughs> Next. Next! I can't believe they just did that. Wow! We talked about earlier in this program how Andy Reid ate a 40-ounce steak in 19 minutes. Yeah. Is there a food that you could eat at a, um, a large amount in a fast amount of time, the food you guys would go to? Uh, quick eat. Uh, pizza would be a quickie as long as it's not piping hot right out of uh, a blazing oven. Then you burn the roof of your mouth, which is very, very uncomfortable. Uh, That's the worst. When you do that, I, that is the worst. The mozzarella burn your roof. Oh my uh, god, horrible, it's terrible. Horrible. So, horrible, horrible. but uh, if, if pizza at the right temperature, I could house pizza pretty quick. Yeah, hot I'm dogs. I, I, I could do pizza fast. Hot dogs a little tougher, but if I don't care about the shirt I'm wearing, a nice plate of spaghetti. Wow. <laughs> Are you in red or white sauce? I'm not playing around. <laughs> red sauce. <laughs> you got to buy one of those red and white checkered shirts. Just, just like a tablecloth. Just eat. Don't or, know what's right, going on. Or, right. Just put the tablecloth around my neck. <laughs> pizza, you said pizza. Though. Pizza is something. As long as there's no toppings on it. Yeah. You, you can't, can't go meat fast. lovers. No. <laughs> you can't do that. No. Chunks of sausage. No. Yeah. No. But definitely pizza. I, I could do a slice of pizza in two bites. Thanks for coming. Done. Next slice. Like that easy. I don't Could eat the crust though. Not a whole crust Dunkin' Donut in your mouth. I don't eat donuts. And what? No, no. Play along. In right. one, you've eaten the donut. You ate a Boston cream here. You stole it from me. That was a couple a month months ago. ago. Yeah. Could you eat a whole donut? Could you put it in no, one bite? I can't. I'm not a multi bomb. No, that means an animal. An Italian. No, I, I, I can't. You can? No, I can't. I was just asking you because you're saying you could eat a pizza, a slice of pizza in two bites. Yeah, I mean, I'm not. That's, a, that's, yeah. that's for, now you're talking about a large slice of pizza. We're talking about a large yeah. pie, large not pie. a small pie. Right, right, right. 
Oh, I'd, a, I'd buy a, this little personal pies. That's a nice pies. bite radius. <laughs> I'd buy this little pies from this local pizzeria we go that's great on Long Island. And I, I'll eat the whole pie in like three bites. <laughs> Next! Like, yeah, I'm not kidding. Like, I could eat the whole pie, like, in no time. They're little slices, they're babies. You know, I oh, little baby well, meatballs on no, them. No, no, I, I, I'm asking if it's a large pie. In well, two yeah, bites. I could do that in one. Or a slice of pizza, a regular slice, I could do it in two bites. You can too. It's easy. But I don't eat the crust, so I'm kind of cheating. So oh, well, that's not. I know, I know, you're right. I, I don't eat the crust. That doesn't. Now, that's not the whole slice of pizza. Uh, you're right. <laughs> so I eat. Three quarters, whatever's Correct. more than three quarters. I'm bad with fractions. Um, Taz, good show. Thanks you to David oh. Sampson for joining us right. earlier on the program. Mike, Pete, and uh, Shep across the way. Bogish with the updates. Folks, download that podcast each and every day. Radio.com, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast. We appreciate it. Enjoy the West, rest of your Wednesday, everybody. Peace. There's got to be a 10-second runoff here. 1 Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 